Welcome back to They Reminisce Over You. I'm Christina. And I'm Miguel. In today's episode, we're going to do something a little different again. Okay. We're going to be talking about cover songs. So if you are a fan of hip-hop, R&B, the way we are, a lot of these songs sound familiar because they're often samples or remakes. Right. So today we're going to take a closer look and actually compare some of these original versions versus the cover versions and decide which ones we like better. And you guys can follow along and let us know which ones you like better as well. So you have two options for following along. You can just pull up the playlist, which we will have linked in the show notes, or you can listen to the anchor version of They Reminisce Over You. It's called They Reminisce Over You Music and Talk Edition. You can search for it on Spotify or Anchor. So with that said, we can just get right into it. Let's do it. So the first one we're going to talk about. Bing, bing. (laughs) That's my boxing ring sound effect. (laughs) All right. If you say so. (laughs) So the the first song that we're going to talk about, because we brought it up in one of our previous episodes about Sir Mix-A-Lot, is a song called Swass. Mm -hmm. Uh, It was on his first album. It's the title track from his first album. And it was redone or sampled by someone from Atlanta named Tori Alamaze or Alamaze. I don't know how to pronounce her name. I've never known. I'm going with Alamaze because it sounds fancy. All right. Pinkies up. Yes. It was a song called Don't Ya. Mm-hmm. So it was released in 2004 and in 2005, it was re-recorded and re-released by the Pussycat Dolls. Yes. So we're going to get into those songs and we're going to listen to them right now and then come back and talk to you about what we think about the song. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. All right. So that was the first song, Swass by Sir Mix-A-Lot. First thoughts. I didn't even know this song existed until you told me about it. <laughs> Mm, I don't know, a few years ago? Yeah. Semi-recently. Right. Recently in the sense that this song came out like 88. Yeah. It's silly, it but is. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> it's very silly. And it's very 80s. Yeah. But just like, it feels very fun. It is. So it's very fun. It's very infectious. And I like it. And like we said on the episode we talked about Mix-A-Lot, Swass doesn't even mean anything. Mm-hmm. He said that he used to work at like an arcade and one of the pinball machines made Mm -hmm. a sound and it kind of sounded like Swass. Yeah. So he was like, (laughs) Swass. And then he made up an acronym afterwards, which really doesn't make any sense because he said it was some wild ass silly shit. (laughs) That don't make any, like, don't you wish your boyfriend was some some wild wild ass ass silly shit? shit (laughs) Yeah, it it doesn't make any sense, but all right, we're going to go with it. The only thing is i wish i had heard this song before i heard the pussycat dolls because i can't unhear the pussycat dolls yeah well it was the opposite for me it was like who would sample this (laughs) (laughs) like of all the songs in the world CeeLo chose swass all right i don't know why but the mind of creatives (laughs) basically and that goes to what we said in the last episode he's not a one-hit wonder because who would think to sample this one <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All right, so we're going to listen to Tori's version of Docha before we get into the Pussycat Dolls version. Okay, so we've listened to the first version of mm-hmm. Docha. What are your impressions of it? Have, first of all, have you heard that version before? I actually did. Okay. Because the first time I heard it, I'm like, what is this? Okay. And then uh, when I heard the Pussycat Dolls, I'm like, this song again? Right. So my first impression of it was, I thought it was kind of weird. Okay. (laughs) Because I don't even know. I think it was just because it was so, I don't know how to describe it. She's like, I know you do. 
<laughs> like just it's so like it's so saucy. Like, right. I don't know how to just it's, it's so uh like the way she emphasizes the words. Yeah. It's just so I don't know, it just kinda threw me off. I was like, what is this? <laughs> and she's just like, I know you do. Don't ya don't ya. So I was like, what is this, right? Uh that don't ya always always threw me off. It sounds very like strip club. Or, yes. I mean burlesque, which I guess I don't want to talk about Pussycat Dolls too much just yet, but I mean, it, it makes sense. It's funny knowing um, Swass now that they took this kind of like goofy party song and made it like a sexy, right. saucy, sexy song. Yeah. <laughs> the first time I heard it, it, it used to get played on Power 106 mm-hmm. in L.A. And I really didn't think much of it. Mm-hmm. And as you know, I have friends who were DJs. Mm-hmm. So when I was working on cruise ships, one of them left a CD that had this on it. So I would listen to it because I obviously couldn't listen to the radio mm-hmm. because we're in the middle of the ocean. And I would listen to this one over and over again because it was in the mix CD. And then I'm at home like a year later. And just like you, I hear it on the radio again. It's like, why is this song still being played so much? A year later, and then I come to find out that it's not her, but the Pussycat Dolls who had redone it. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I have only ever heard this version once. I remember I was in the car. I don't know why I remember this so specifically, because I just remember hearing it, like, probably on the radio if I was in the car. And I was just like, what is this? Because it's not like... like forgot about it even though it was being played on the radio it's not like it was a hit Mm. so that's why i was confused Mm. that a year later it's still being played on the radio right but at a much higher rate it didn't make any sense to me right and then i found out why so now we're gonna get into pussycat dog yes okay so that was the pussycat dolls version of don't you that we just listened to that we just finished and they added Buster Rhymes to it. The production is a little more fuller mm-hmm. than the original. And you can hear CeeLo's vocals a little bit clearer in this version rather than the other version. I couldn't pick him out specifically, but I was thinking that the original version could have benefited from having some background singers. Because when yeah. she's saying the chorus, it just sounded hollow. Or at least have her record background. Right. Like more layers or something. Because it sounded really hollow. Yeah. Well, the reason you didn't hear it is because I chose the wrong version <laughs> for us to listen of to. Of CeeLo. Yeah, with the uh, CeeLo being more prominent on the background vocals. Whereas this one, you can hear, like, I assume the other Pussycat Dolls. Yes, I can hear them. <laughs> so <laughs> and, it's, that's what I think makes it sound a little fuller, as yeah, you're saying. And I can't pick out any of their voices because I only know Nicole and Melody. Yeah. So I don't know whose <laughs> voices on the yeah. background vocals and whatnot. So what was your impression of this version? Well, what's interesting is because, I mean, I know this one the best. Right. <laughs> and it's interesting listening to this one and the original one back to back because I don't listen to Pussycat Dolls or Nicole S. So I, don't know, yeah, so I don't know what her singing style is like. Right. But it's almost like like she's saying it exactly the way that Tori uh, did. Tori's saying it. Like, yeah. you know how singers will have their own inflections yeah. or just ways of singing. But she's saying it. Basically, as if Tori was the demo back, right. like many songwriters would record a demo track, yeah, so that or a reference track, as they call it, so that you know what it's supposed to sound right. like. But like most singers will put their own spin on it. But Nicole sounds exactly like her, yeah, which is why I was confused when I heard this yeah. on the radio. I was like, "What's going on here?" 
because they even have like a similar tone too. Yeah. Not only that she was singing it in the same style, but like their voices are very similar yeah. too. So the Pussycat Dolls now knowing that this other song exists and hearing it back to back, all it does is just sounds like a better produced version of yeah, Tori. And exactly. Buster Rhymes is on it. <laughs> yeah, we've added Buster Rhymes to yeah. it. Yeah, I was confused because, okay, I hear the song played on the radio and then whoever the DJ was at the time said the Pussycat Dolls. And I was confused as shit because at the time, the Pussycat Dolls weren't a group, at least in my mind. So we're talking from 2001 to 2004 or five in this range. I only knew them as a burlesque group that performed in Hollywood. Mm -hmm. They weren't doing anything musical. They were just known for celebrities randomly doing burlesque with the Pussycat Dolls. Like the one that stands out in my mind is Christina Aguilera. Mm performed with them for a while i saw them perform once it was eh, but it's one of those things where something blows up in hollywood and everybody's like "Ooh, this is the next best thing Mm. and then a year later it's like the (laughs) pussycat dolls are making music yeah like this makes no sense why are the pussycat dolls making music don't they just stand on stage and grind around in lingerie well they still did that they did (laughs) while singing now (laughs) now they're singing i was confused as hell and i didn't get it but here we are Wasn't that their first single as like a singing group? Yeah. Okay. Which just added to the confusion. I'm like, I've heard this song song a year ago. And now you're telling me that a burlesque troupe is on the radio. Mm -hmm. Like none of this makes any sense. And I didn't understand it. How far apart was it between the Pussycat Dolls and Tori's version? It was like a year. Mm. If it was even a full year. I feel like there's some some story behind that. (laughs) I'm sure there has to be. (laughs) But. Yeah, they just somehow decided that we're going to make these dancers into singers. Because I don't think any of the girls who were in the singing group ever performed in the burlesque troupe. I don't know. Me neither. But that's Don't Ya versus (laughs) Swass by Sir Mix-A-Lot. Yeah. So of the three songs that we listened to, which one is your favorite? You know what? It's hard to say because... I did not like the Pussycat Doll slash Tory version when I first heard it because I just thought it was weird. I don't know. Whereas I liked Swass right away. But then I think I was already primed. (laughs) I was primed to like it because (laughs) by that point I'd heard Don't You a million times. It had grown on me. So I don't know because I like Swass because I kind of like it for just being silly. (laughs) Because it's so cheesy and very 80s. It's cheesy in a way that I actually like. Okay. Because it still feels silly when they kind of like made the song sexy but it was catchy right but i think that's still that don't ya it just still feels funny to me <laughs> okay <laughs> i don't know what it is but there's something just funny about it to me whereas swass i think is supposed to be kind of funny right. so i'm gonna go with that me too i'm going with swass only because i heard it first mm-hmm. and i had almost 20 years of knowing the song before i heard tori or the pussycat dolls but the pussycat dolls has the best production so oh yeah it sounds it's not even close. the best that one definitely <laughs> yeah. sounds the best yeah but i my favorite is the sir mix a lot one because it's yeah. so completely ridiculous yeah don't you wish your boyfriend was swaths like me <laughs> yeah <laughs> like that it's means silly. nothing man <laughs> and even just the, the cadence of uh how he's rapping and stuff yeah it's just it's very 80s it is <laughs> All right, so we're going to move on to Tame Impala, Mm -hmm. New Person, Same Old Mistakes. Yes. And the cover by Rihanna, Same Old Mistake. Yes. All right, so first up is Tame Impala, and we're going to listen to it right now. 
Okay, so that was new person, same old mistakes yes. by Tame Impala. Mm-hmm. Your thoughts on that song? Well, I'm not going to lie. I'm a little closed-minded when it comes to my musical interests. <laughs> I like what I like, and I don't really stray too often. I'm aware. So it's rare that I listen to much outside of R&B and hip-hop or even like pop. Right. Well, I guess they're kind of pop. Anyways, that's a long way of me saying I've never heard of Tame Impala before. <laughs> <laughs> Before Rihanna's cover, but when I heard her cover and realized that wasn't an original song, I was curious. So I looked them up and I was like, oh, I could get with this. It's very uh, ethereal. Is that, ethereal? Is that how you say the word? Ethereal? <laughs> yeah, it makes me feel like I'm floating. So I, I do really like this song. But again, I think because the genre, even though hers basically sounds exactly the same, I don't know if maybe it's his voice that makes it sound you know, not of the typical music that I listen to. Right. So I do like it, but I wouldn't go out of my way to listen to it. Okay. Well, I hadn't heard of it until you were playing the Rihanna version. Mm -hmm. And then you told me that it was a cover and same thing. I went Mm -hmm. back and listened to this one. Oh, actually, sorry. Before I forget, the reason why I even found out it was a cover is because Atlanta played the Tame Impala version in one right. of their promos. Because when I first heard the, the music come in, I was like, ah, Rihanna. And, and then, then I was, was like, who's this? A different this? voice. Yeah. So that's how I discovered that. Yeah. Listening to it right now is the first time I've listened to that much of it. And like I said, when you told me it was a cover, that's when I kind of checked it out for the first time then, but still yeah. really didn't grab me. Yeah. But I've heard you playing the Rihanna version several times. So <laughs> Kind of a fan. I'm more familiar with that one. <laughs> Yeah. And we're going to listen to that one right now. All right. So that was Same Old Mistakes by Rihanna. It's funny that she changed the title ever so slightly because the song is like exactly the same. <laughs> <laughs> hey, she had to differentiate between theirs and hers. I don't know. You could tell me if you heard it too or if it's just in my head. But hearing it back to back like that, I feel like her version may have bumped up the bass a little bit um i can't say it felt a little more like it just felt like a a little less dreamy a little more hard-hitting it still is yeah i can see what you're saying i don't know how to describe now that you put it that way yeah because theirs version is very floating on the water right hers is still like that too but you can i can see myself like cruising down the street slowly in a car i can see it yeah i see where you're going with that yeah i can't say that I'm a huge Rihanna fan. Yeah. But I boo. actually like, I know <laughs> you're going to boo and other people who are listening are probably booing me and giving me the finger too. <laughs> That's okay. But I actually like this song. Yeah. It's funny that I love this song so much. And then the Tame Impala, I'm like, meh. Even though, like I said, it's like almost exactly yeah. the same. I like their version too. But yeah. I like Rihanna's a little bit better. Yeah. I do like their version. But again, I don't know what it is. I just wouldn't really listen to that again, like on purpose. Right. Like, if it came on, I'm not going to be like, turn that shit off. Put yeah. the piano on or whatever. But because I actually found uh, someone did a mashup okay. of both versions and it sounds good together. Right. Because she sings it so closely to how they sing it too, yeah. that it just sounds like, you know, they're just kind of singing together. I'm going to have to look that up. Yeah. I totally forgot about that until just now, but definitely check it out. But it's kind of like what I was saying about Nicole Scherzinger. (laughs) (laughs) And it could be because I'm just not familiar with her as a singer. Right. How I'm saying that, like, it seemed that she sang 
Doncha exactly the way Tori did. Right. But even though I find that Rihanna, her sound and the way she sings does change to match the songwriters. Right. So like her voice sounds different here than it would in work, for example. Yeah. Right. But there's something so Rihanna about her voice still. Yeah. That even though she's singing it basically exactly the way Tame Impala does, it sounds like Rihanna. Right. And whatever that it is, I just love. Okay. You know, I'm a huge Rihanna fan. I'm aware. <laughs> so, and I guess this sound was also very different that we hadn't heard something like this from Rihanna before when yeah. this was released. So I was just like, I really like this kind of like <laughs> mellow little sound here. So this is actually one of my favorite songs off of this album. Okay. So it's clear which one I like better. I yes. Would say. And you should embrace it because <laughs> that's the last Rihanna album you're ever going to get. I know. <laughs> well. It's fine. If this is the last album, I can't complain because this <laughs> is like my favorite Rihanna album and also one of my favorite albums, period. All right. So we're going to move on <laughs> to the next song. Mm-hmm. It's Dougie Fresh and the Get Fresh crew featuring MC Ricky D, a.k.a. Slick Rick. It's called Lottie Dottie. We likes to party. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so that was Lottie Dottie mm-hmm. by Dougie Fresh and Slick Rick. Yes. Thoughts on that one? Well, I knew of this song but okay. since it was 1985, a little bit before my time. It was. You were six. Yes. <laughs> you were six and living in Abbotsford, British Columbia. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and my older sisters were not listening to Slick Rick. No. Or Dougie Fresh. So I had no idea what this song was until, I don't know, later. Okay. <laughs> so I, I don't remember when I became aware of it, but I knew it existed. But that's probably the most I've ever listened to it. Okay. We should have yeah. listened to all of it then. Yeah. <laughs> After. Yeah. But I like it. I have to say I really enjoy sort of like the rhythmic nature of the 80s rap. Okay. <laughs> it's funny because, you know, when we see like old videos and old pictures of how New York was in the 80s. Right. Especially like, you know, some of the less affluent areas, shall we say. Mm-hmm. It looked like a goddamn war zone. It did. Like there's literally just crumbling buildings everywhere. There's so, always right? something on fire. Yeah, but the music is so whimsical. <laughs> I mean, I guess you kind of have to like find joy where you can, right? <laughs> But it's so, like, fun and whimsical and stuff. I mean, I guess, yeah, for the most part, most of 80s rap was more party music, right? Yeah. The message, I guess. That was was one of a few that were like, oh, Debbie Downer. Yeah. (laughs) But for the most part, even when we watch all these documentaries talking about the early days of hip hop and whatnot, you always see them at a party. It's always a a jam in the park or they're partying in a school gymnasium or something. They were all having fun. And this kind of went along with it. Like you got a dude rapping and a guy beatboxing and Mm. that's all you need. Because it's just, it's very whimsical and infectious. Yeah. (laughs) Where you just like, you just kind of want to party and have fun, (laughs) right? So I definitely like it. But I kind of feel like that Spice Adams little video sketch that you sent me where he uh, discovers Mary J. Blige used a sample. Right. So in the video, he's listening to what he thinks is a Mary J. Blige song, but it's actually very white, white, which she sampled. And he kept waiting for the song (laughs) to come in, like her part. And that's kind of how I felt when I kept listening to this, because I'm familiar with Snoops, which we'll listen to after this. So I kind of kept waiting for the la di da (laughs) And I'm like, why is he still beatboxing? (laughs) So I was just sitting there like, just waiting, waiting for the part. (laughs) I know. (laughs) 
And then he finally got he into finally it. finally got into it. <laughs> <laughs> so with that said, let's <laughs> listen to Lottie Dottie from Snoop's Doggy Style album. Okay, so that was Lottie Dottie by Snoop Doggy Dog, mm-hmm. as he was known at the time. The thing with Snoop's version is you really don't get covers in hip hop. Right. Because rappers are very territorial when it comes to their lyrics and other people's lyrics and being accused of stealing people's lyrics Mm -hmm. or not writing their own or not writing their own. So this is the first cover that I can recall ever hearing. Mm -hmm. And he did a good job with it. He, He wasn't disrespectful and changed too much of it. It was pretty much almost word for word what Slick Rick said. He changed a few things to fit the dog pound right. and, and him. And of course, the difference is you have an actual beat behind it instead of Dougie Fresh beatboxing. Right. So with that, what do you think of this version? Well, this version is much less whimsical. It is. <laughs> <laughs> and it is very West Coast 90s. Yeah. It's that signature sound. Yes. Um. How many bottles of cool water cologne was sold because of this version, though, do you think? <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> but everybody had a cool water cologne <laughs> reference back in the day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, you know, I'm biased. I like this version better because it's the one I know. And, like, the other one is fun, but I'm just more familiar with this. Right. So this is something that, like, I would put on. Yeah. Whereas the Slick Rick version, that would be something that would come on that Sonos old school station that I like to listen to. And I would enjoy it. (laughs) But I wouldn't go out of my way to put it on. Okay. So I'm going to go with this one, probably just because of familiarity. I'm just used to it. Yeah. song that I listen to a lot. (laughs) Not so much as of late, but definitely a lot in 93 three or whatever it was (laughs) but it is interesting to hear these covers back to back so normally when we prepare for episodes we generally listen to stuff or watch videos and stuff before but for this we were like okay we just don't want to listen to this stuff and just hear it back to back yeah so it's not like i've never heard these songs before but hearing them fresh as in i haven't heard either in a while back to back it's funny to hear how how different it sounds okay <laughs> because i never thought of snoop's version as being like a not happy song or whatever right? but <laughs> yeah. just hearing it right after the slick rick version is like oh he kind of took kind of all the joy out of it though. <laughs> <laughs> it's a joyless version of lottie dottie <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh man <laughs> so yeah snoop's version is not really a party song. no it isn't <laughs> it's a catchy song it is but it's not a party song it's definitely not a party song <laughs> And just with the sequencing of Doggy Style, the song that follows it is Murder Was the Case. Mm. So, <laughs> yeah, it, it's dark. It almost dark. feels like a prequel. Like, there is something slightly dark about how it feels. Yeah, it's very sinister. Right. Well, I mean, it's going to be like November or something by the time this episode comes out. But I was going to say, it kind of reminds, like, it's perfect timing for Halloween. It, it is. Has kind of that creepy feel. Yeah, <laughs> it does. But... Despite it being the joyless version, I I like this one better. (laughs) Okay. And with that, we're going to move on to the next song, which is the one that I've been waiting for. (laughs) Okay. It's from the dirtiest of the Dirty Macs of all time, Bobby Womack. And if you think you're lonely now. (laughs) Yeah. All right. <laughs> so if you think you're lonely now by Mr. Bobby Womack. Oof. 
when that it's was cold outside, who are you holding? Oh, wait, wait, wait. Before we even get there, this is dedicated <laughs> to all the lovers. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, man. I don't if, know how this song is dedicated to the lovers. And if you guys don't know about Bobby Womack's history, take some time and Google Bobby Womack and Sam Cooke. Or DuckDuckGo. <laughs> Or if you don't want to be trapped. If you don't want to use Google and use DuckDuckGo <laughs> instead. But search. Do a, a web search. The web for, search. Ask Jeeves. Ask Jeeves about Bobby <laughs> Womack and Sam Cooke. And your life will be forever changed. King and we'll, of the Dirty Max. He is the king of the Dirty Max. I'll give you a little, a little bit of who Bobby was. He was friends with Sam Cooke. Sam Cooke dies. He comes to Sam Cooke's funeral with Sam's wife. Wearing Sam's suit in Sam's car. That's all I'm going to leave you with. I'm shaking my head. (laughs) She is. What do you think about this song? I think this song is violence. (laughs) (laughs) It is. (laughs) This man said, if you think you're lonely now. Wait until tonight. Wait until tonight. (laughs) Because I am not going to be there. And the thing is, he talking about how she's complaining about what her friends, man's is doing. But he's leaving out the fact that he ain't shit. Yes, he neglected to add that He neglected to add that she has a reason to be complaining. (laughs) But the reason why I say this song is violence, because the way he sings Wait Until Tonight, oh, that's a threat. (laughs) It is. And a promise. It's like, (laughs) if you think you're lonely now, wait until tonight. Wait until tonight. When those skeletons come out of the closet (laughs) and start chasing you around the room. That's my favorite line of this song. And you know... He catching the Holy Ghost while he's singing it. (laughs) Yes. When the skeletons come out of the closet and start to chase you around that room and the memories sail around like a ghost and dance to a sad, slow tune. The song is a journey. This man ain't shit. (laughs) (laughs) But you know what? This song slapped, though. It does. (laughs) If you think you're lonely now. Classic, toxic, male (laughs) gold. It is. (laughs) It really is. And when you think it couldn't get more toxic, who covers it? Casey Haley. Mm. And we're going to listen to that one right now. (laughs) This is a good way to end it. (laughs) It is. So that was Mr. Casey Haley from the Jason's Lyric soundtrack with his version of If You Think You're Lonely Now. And it's comedy. Mm It is also amazing. It is. (laughs) It it is amazing. And the reason I say that is because Bobby gave him the blueprint. Mm -hmm. And then he really KC'd it. (laughs) (laughs) He threw in that, of course. Ooh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Because he's Mr. Ooh, yeah. Because the original version didn't have any ooh, yes. That's KC's signature right there. all KC in his Mm -hmm. ad libs. So he sprinkled his KC onto it. Right completely changed the song for me i think that he has the right voice to cover this song because yeah. they both have that very church definitely grew up in the church right. kind of sound his didn't cut as deep though it didn't the way bobby sings it oh it cuts you and i'll tell you why because bobby's voice mm-hmm. you hear that voice and you just hear ain't shit man <laughs> If that that makes any sense to you. It does. So (laughs) just the way his voice sounds, the tone of his voice, his pace in speaking, it sounds like somebody who just ain't shit. His voice is, what's his name on uh, Dead Presidents when he rolled up? 
Oh, Cuddy? Yeah. Cuddy. <laughs> like, that's what his, if his voice had a look it would be that Cuddy. wasn't Bobby's look, it would be Cuddy. Just rolling up. <laughs> this man just came back from war and he rolling up to his lady talking about, you all right? <laughs> I can't even remember what he said. Something like, how's our girl doing? Yeah. Talking about Oof. another man's daughter. As he's sitting right there. But anyways, yeah. <laughs> as much as Casey's voice, inflections, all of that, he did a great job. He did. He His words don't cut. See, <laughs> they they're don't. not as hurtful. Casey, you're just like, whatever. <laughs> right. Next. He's just talking shit. Yeah. But then Bobby, you're like, ouch. Like, he means every word of this. And you know that he's the problem. But he's <laughs> right. cutting you deep somehow. Yes. <laughs> Whereas Casey's like, you ain't shit. I'll right. just find somebody else. Next. Yep. <laughs> but Bobby is like, all right, I'm stuck with him. I can't leave. <laughs> so I'm going to be dealing with these skeletons as they chase me around <laughs> the room. Like, why is skeletons chasing her around the room when you are the one? Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> I say this because Bobby also has the song. I wish he didn't trust me so much. Uh, yes. <laughs> so that's the kind of dude he is. Like king of ain't shits. Yes. I wish he didn't trust me so much. It's your <laughs> fault. I'm cheating because you just too trust. Yeah. Trusting. And Not if you fault. think you lonely now, wait until tonight. <laughs> Oh, she God. had the nerve to tell me to go get a job. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh. oh, man. So which one do you like better? I'm going with ancient Bobby <laughs> for all the reasons that we listed because it cuts a little deeper. Mm, it's oh, a hard you know one what? for me. What? Now that I think about it. Mm-hmm. No, I'm going to stick with Bobby. I'm going to stick with Bobby. Well, I want to know your thoughts. No, 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 no. I'm going to save it. Okay. Save it for what? Another episode because we got more Bobby Womack. <laughs> okay. <laughs> We are going to be doing more of these episodes, and I'm going to save it for okay. that. Um, well, it's a hard one for me because, you know, I'm a huge Jodeci fan. Right. And Casey, because he's the C of Jodeci. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, I definitely am biased. Bobby's is almost more fun in a way because it's... It is. Because he's so, as we were saying, he's, he's too much. <laughs> yeah. That it's just, like, funny listening <laughs> to how much... How much he's putting behind this to prove that he's the catch somehow. Right. So it's just more entertaining. But, you know, I love Casey. Oh, yeah. So I'm just going to go with Casey. Okay. That's where my heart is. All right. I get it. I understand. Under normal circumstances, if it was Casey matched up against somebody else, I would choose Casey. Right. But in this case... This man said when the skeletons come out of the closet <laughs> and start to chase you around that room. Oh, man. Come on, man. Just that wait until tonight. It cuts deep. <laughs> wait until tonight. tonight. If you think you're lonely now. It's two o'clock in the afternoon. Wait and you're until lonely. tonight. Oh, man. Ouch. Yeah. So I'm going with Bobby. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's enough for one episode. I think so. So we're going to wrap this up here. Going out on a high note. (laughs) Or a low note. Or a low note. Depending how you want to look at it. (laughs) I'm going to say it's a high note. Okay. With If You Think You're Lonely Now by both Bobby Womack and Casey Haley. Look at us celebrating toxic male masculinity. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Yes, we are. That shit slaps sometimes. It does. Wait, does music slap or does food slap? No, food does not slap. Food does not slap. Music slaps. The official word from E40, (laughs) food does not slap. It's music Music slaps. All right. So that toxic male masculinity gets you every time. 
uh, I can never remember her name, but like the writer from Atlanta says, melodic misogyny. Ah, uh, yes. <laughs> That's what it is. Because these songs have a hold on me. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> oh, man. So let, <laughs> let's wrap this up and get out of here. Mm-hmm. Thank you again for listening. Appreciate everybody who listens. So keep coming back for more. Uh, we're going to continue this series because we have lots of covers to get through. So maybe in the next month or so, you hear another episode like this. Also, make sure to rate and review and subscribe on your podcast service of choice. Follow us on all of our socials, Instagram, MySpace, Twitter. You need to stop with that. Just Instagram and Twitter. <laughs> Instagram and Twitter. <laughs> at Troy Podcast. Check out our website, TroyPodcast.com. Catch up on previous episodes. See other little tidbits that we've added to the website. Other yes. treats for you to go and check out. Especially if you want to dive a little deeper. It's like a wiki. If you want more information on this silly stuff that we talk about, <laughs> go check out the website. You got anything else you want to add? You know what? You always ask me that and I don't think I ever do. You never do. <laughs> I guess I'm just going to stop asking. I'll just interrupt you. All right. <laughs> With that said, it's time for us to go. So we'll be talking to you again in two weeks. Bye. Bye.